0: Hey everyone, welcome to episode three of the Ace Bike Media Podcast. Our guest today is Pat Samaji. he's an 11-time National Motorcycle Trials Champion, a professional mountain biker, a YouTuber, an RC car enthusiast, a traveler, a semi-finalist on America's Got Talent, and just about everything else you wish you could do, Doer. We have a great conversation with Pat covering most of Endeavor's past, present, and future, and we really hope you enjoy this podcast as much as we did.
1: The Ace Bike Media Podcast.
0: Pat, thanks for coming on the Ace Bike Media Podcast. Thanks for having me. I just be on it, and it's cool that you guys are local to my area and doing something in the bike industry, so I had to be a part of it. Yeah, thanks. Um, so I actually asked you to do this podcast yesterday, but you reminded me that Supercross was on. <laughs> priorities, on, right? Yeah, priorities. I actually completely forgot because Supercross is a Wednesday night thing now. Um, what did you think of the race last night and who are you going for in the championship? Uh, I, I like all of I just like watching uh, as long as it was a good race. That's what I'm all about. A little bit of a bummer to see rocks not be able to finish these last few, but uh, actually the last the Sunday race with Telmack and Webb was really exciting. So as long as we get a little bit of that here and there, I mean, it's always worth watching, but that just adds that extra bit of excitement. So I'm a, I'm a super fan of supercross for sure. Yeah. I hear you. The racing's been so, so good. Especially now the web's back in it, right? Yeah, and, and healthy again after crashing. and yeah. When until next time, it's just like you can just watch him ride it by himself when he's feeling it, and it's just yeah, a pleasure to watch. And then you get web in there, kind of he looked in with it, makes it a pretty, pretty awesome, pretty yeah, pretty impressive what you can do for sure. Yeah, absolutely.
1: I I had a question uh, right off the bat. Colin had been bugging me for a while, and I just wasn't watching um, your PNW components video, but I finally did watch it, and it's really good, man. Um, I was just wondering what it was like preparing and actually shooting that video.
0: Thanks. Appreciate that. Glad you know you. Yeah, the PNW has been super cool to to work with and stuff like that, that opportunity they gave me. It just worked out where I was traveling out. Their area somewhat for trials nationals, and then they brought. Uh, I think I brought the idea. Hey, can we, uh, you know, be up and ride? And like, well, maybe we can get a little filming trip going. So that ended up meeting uh, in Black Rock, Oregon. So the terrain was kind of unlike anything I had ridden. So we went and scouted the day before and looked at all, all the stuff and I'm just seeing these big jumps and stuff. And I, I like getting jumps, but I I don't have a lot of jumps around here in Oregon, so I wasn't feeling too confident. In even really making a good edit. Cause it's like, man, this, this place does not suit my style at all. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And, and we just took a little bit more time, took a rundown. It's like, okay, the jumps that did hit, they flowed really well and they were fun. And, and I knew, even though I was, I was on a fat bike and it's like a, a downhill park, they, they call it. They're defining the downhill bikes only and that sort of thing. So I yeah, definitely is out of my element, but super fun to just find kind of my style with what I was, I was uh, given mm-hmm. there to the, give my style, so then trying to adapt, you know, the the trials technical, somewhat different kind of tricks to it was a, a big challenge. But as soon as we kind of got some ideas and started filming, it just started flowing, and it was fun to have those guys about some ideas mm-hmm. also. They they have a lot of experience filming and, and riding with other style of riders. So to put my perspective on things, it kind of yeah kind of made a full take outside the mm-hmm. box a bit and. Yeah, it was really enjoyable, even though uh, the second day it rained quite a bit, so we got the wooden features down the first day, and then I yeah, got, the, got the stuff that didn't matter so much on the second day, but yeah, I was pretty, pretty excited and happy about how that turned out. Definitely a cool one to always have to look back on and watch again.
1: For sure, and I actually had one question on, or not even a question, but something I noticed like on your style, because it was like very clear watching your riding like all the time to see like the trials influence. I saw a toboggan in there, and uh, like you do not have seats, so I'm not. I was that was threw me off a
0: bit. Yeah, yeah I figure I got it. If I want to do one trick. That one is just the most fun to do. But I got to say, it was a little bit weak on that spot because I like to try to turn the bars close to ninety as I can. But that one was such a fast jump, coming in with so much speed and fat tires. When you turn them in the air, going that fast, I just wasn't sure if it was going to, you know, pull the bike off from underneath me too much and. Being a wooden landing, it's like, God, I'll do it, but it's, it's at least it's not a straight air, but it's still, it should have been a little better. A little more tricky it, it looked good, though. Yeah, it looked good. And I tell a lot of people that's like one of the best edits I've seen in a while. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, they, they did a great job, but some of them, we really had to kind of take both ideas. Like, I have a certain look on how I would film it, and they have their idea of how they would film it. and Sometimes we meet in the middle, sometimes we'd go with mine, sometimes we goes go with theirs, and it, yeah, it worked out really well, and they did a great job. Yeah, so anyone who's listening to this, go check that video out. It's past p and uh, components edit on YouTube. So, yeah, you mentioned your motorcycle trials. Um, you're an 11-time national trials champ on motorcycles. I have to throw that in there. But I did see you have a full-size moto now and you did a hard enduro, is that something you're going to do a little bit more of or are you sticking to kind of the same trial schedule this year? Well,
1: uh, there well, is all the yeah.
0: schedule for anything this year. <laughs> right. Yeah, kind of with all the delays and everything else, that was the only event that I have had the opportunity to even think about riding. So I have always wanted to try one. i had done some enduro cross in the past about 10 years ago, but hard enduro wasn't really a thing. I just wanted to give it a shot, give it something I want to get into after doing one really I'm not sure yet I, I like riding it I have a lot of fun on the bike but racing it is a completely different deal and I, yeah it's just uh I'm not I'm not sure how much effort I want to put into it just yet but I think I need to do another one and see how different it is and see if I can use what I learned from that one because I, I definitely took it as a big learning experience because it, it's, it's a lot different than anything I've done so the trial skills help but there's a lot more to it than just getting through the, the hard stuff or, or having those trials uh, techniques down but yeah, it, was, it was cool to at least do one and, and I hope to do at least one more I didn't was that a mudder? it it rained but it wasn't a oh, mudder slick and soft, but definitely not like deep nasty mud so it was, it was actually it was pretty good it, if it hadn't had rained it would have been a little bit on the on the easy side on some of it but the rain made it just like almost perfect for the difficulty okay cool <laughs> you good? you good? yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: on there you like dropped it and then then you throw at the same, at the same time um, It's all good i um uh, i met your brother a little bit before you but when we met it was kind of right around the time you were doing america you
0: got talent uh can you talk about like what that experience was like that was that was wild for sure Definitely, out of once this, once again it's probably about as far out of that my element as you could imagine because i'm I live on a farm in Wisconsin. and I like to be in the woods by myself and ride bikes for the most part, at least at that point in my life, I was yeah, really not, not outspoken at all where my brother, Phil, he's, he's all about that and he's a really great showman. And it was really more of his idea and, and his dream in a way. And like, I was just kind of along for the ride. So it was definitely really cool to be yeah, on TV. and to get that kind of exposure for, for trials and that sort of thing. But I got to say dealing with the producers and all that um, I back into things that you don't see, it wasn't fun. <laughs> it was yeah. it was pretty frustrating and we were ready to move on. We were ready to go home more than we were ready to move on at, at, once we did make it to the final stages because it's just, yeah, they, they don't understand what a, a motorcycle needs and we didn't have anything to practice so we're just sitting there all week waiting for the for the set to get built where all, all the singers and dancers are able to practice their routine. We're just sitting in the tent and couldn't leave and, and we actually got in trouble once because it's like we had nothing to do. We're sitting in a tent all day. It's like, forget this. We need this. We need to go somewhere. We just want to walk around, and they're calling us 50 times. Get back. Get back. Get back. We might need you for an emergency interview. So, yeah, just some little things that made it uh, <laughs> frustrating at the time, but kind of funny now to look back on and, and laugh about, and then we still have, you know, that that experience of being on TV is something that not a lot of people get to promote sport that way is, was uh, really cool for us to be able to do. Did,
1: did that, like, help you guys with, with like, promoting your shows and getting further opportunities? Like...
0: Yeah, for sure. A uh, year after that, we had a full 12-stop tour of the Progressive International Motorcycle shows all around the country that we did, so that was, like, the the big... Well, didn't end up being as much of a payday as we expected with a bunch <laughs> of vehicle issues and everything, of course, traveling on the road with four younger guys the, trying to cut corners and... That sort of thing didn't quite work out for us, but we did get a lot of shows because of it. And you know, once in a while, it's like, "Oh yeah, I tell you guys, on merck American Got Talent. We want you to come to our event." And yeah, so it definitely paid off for sure. So, <laughs> definitely glad we did it. And glad like, I hung on there and, and tried to help my brother out at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you just got a, a deal with Ibis, and from what I understand, or at least that I'm aware of, you're like the only guy who has two bike frame manufacturer sponsors. How did that deal work out? <laughs> yeah, it is. It's different for sure, but luckily, I just did not make a fat tire bike, and Fat Bike only makes fat tire bikes, so they're both really cool about having me ride both and promote both. So I'm in a, a weird situation there, but a, a lucky one because I I do really like fat bikes. They're kind of my what got me, what gave me reason to start posting videos on mountain bikes and all that. So it's really where I came from in a way on the mountain bike side of things, and yeah, Fatback has been awesome to me since uh, 2015, I believe, is when we started together. And when I was steel first, the, the talks first started. One of the first questions I had for him was, "Can I still ride for Fatback?" Because that's the uh, you know they that program means a lot to me, and I, I really enjoy riding the bikes, not just in the snow, but all year round. So yeah, that kind of uh, was a big deal for me. And it, yeah, I gets a little bit tricky trying to promote both, but I just yeah, I see myself as being very lucky to find two companies that it works for. So we'll see how good I can manage it throughout the year, but uh, yeah, i am excited to do more on, on both ends. Yeah. Um, so how did, how did you contact them or did, did someone from IBIS kind of come after you? Well, the cool part about it was that I didn't contact them. I was, I was actually just riding with a friend in Kentucky and he invited a friend along, a from that area, and he's he's uh IBIS dealer, and we just were riding, and he was watching me ride and talking about what bike I'm on and that sort of thing, and then yeah, one thing led to another, and he's like, hey, we well, I got to get you in contact with IBIS and see if they want to hook you up and see if they can work something out, and yeah, we just started talking there, and he, he introduced me to the right people there, and they were all about it, and actually they saw the pnw video as well, and they're like, you know, we like this guy's style, we want to help him out if we can, and. Luckily, it, it worked out, and it it was actually quite a long time from the, when we started talking because there was some other stuff in the works too that I wasn't sure about, and it just took forever to kind of finalize things and and get a bike going. But it actually worked out perfect because the Mojo Four is kind of my my style of of bike for a full suspension bike is really what I was after more so than the Ripmo or the Ripley, so yeah, it worked out with perfect, perfect timing. And I, I should mention uh, the guy I was riding with is Sean at N Plus One Bikes. He's kind of the one that made the whole deal happen. So I got to thank him for that. And he's really trying to yeah, use, use me to help sell bikes through him. So the videos, you'll see a lot of N plus one logos and, and mentions just because they'll, they'll take care of people that are watching my videos and make it sales because of it. And it, it helps me out a bit too. So that's kind of the goal is to sell bikes and, and promote the brand and yeah, have fun riding them. Yeah, I'm sure I just won't have a problem selling that new mojo. It looks pretty sick. And I heard great things about the last one. Yeah, I actually, when I was first looking at all the bikes they had, I'm like, I, it sounds funny. Like, they asked me what bike I'd be interested in. I'm like, well, you're not going to believe this, but probably the Mojo Three, And it was, like, the most outdated from uh, 2016, I believe. And they're like, well, don't tell anybody this, but we might have a new one coming. And it just all, all worked out, perfect timing. And it was really cool to have that bike before it was out and as something kind of a special thing that not a lot of people get that opportunity either. So, That's unfortunately... Fair. Unfortunately, I hurt my foot really bad, like, three days before I got the bike, and I couldn't <laughs> ride it, and I'm trying to plan videos and, like, build stuff for the bike to ride, and I haven't even been able to ride it yet, and I'm like, well, I think maybe this will work, maybe that'll work, and it was, yeah, pretty frustrating. I was, I was riding in a walking boot and <laughs> riding when I shouldn't be because I just, <laughs> I had to try it. and I mean, it looked like so much fun. It's like, I got to see what the thing feels like and definitely jump the gun on it, but at least now I'm able to ride more normal and, and take some impacts and, Really you to see
1: what the word I can do on it. Yeah. Cool. I, uh, I don't know. You probably know this by now, Pat, but I, I don't live in Wisconsin anymore, but, um, this year I happened to be up there for a weekend and it happened to be the weekend you did the race at Alpine. I, I'm going to be delicate with this question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't, I didn't bring my bike. So you don't have to apologize to me. I was just shooting photos, but it, I, it was obviously I, a lot bigger than you expected. So, I mean, can you talk about um, just like things that went into that event and do you plan
0: on doing that again? So the whole idea behind it was the year before that, Jameson, the guy that met mm-hmm. the hill and built the mountain bike trail and takes care of the hill in winter as well. came with absolutely the idea to just do a video on the, the, the park they had there because it was such a cool build. And, and I, yeah, I was super excited to ride my bike in a ski hill and the, the obstacles they had were just, it was like a downhill skate park basically. So super fun just to do that video. And then he's like, oh yeah, I've always thought about doing like a, a downhill mountain bike race the snow, build the course for it. And, and when he brought up that idea, I just kind of kept reminding him and like, hey, yeah, yeah, we should do that. We should do that. And then finally the, the date happened where it worked out, where I was home for long enough to kind of help him build and, and throw it and set it up and. And all that, but when we first came to the idea, before just deciding when to do it or anything, he was, he was like, "Yeah, I think if we get you know 30 40 riders, that would be a great turnout, and it'd be a good start." And I, I would, I think we would expect that. And once I posted the, the video and did, did the event, I just see the, the numbers on Facebook just climbing, and climbing, and climbing. Like, I, I don't know what to do. <laughs> like we, the time we had, I'm just looking like trying to. Uh, you know just a map and figure out how long it's going to take to get all these guys through and it's like they're it's not going to work what are we going to do And yeah we just (laughs) were unprepared and it's also hard to 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 kind of uh you know expect that many people to actually show up just because they click yeah they're going doesn't mean they really will and with with why they were coming in we actually yeah that was a whole another part of it was (laughs) the, the blizzard we had during the whole thing so yeah it was uh it went to about as bad as it could go, but it actually also was awesome because the people that, you know, it's not that people were, were waiting around and people did get frustrated, which I totally to understand, but the people that did actually do the run, even though the course was completely trashed, they seemed to be having a great time, and even though they're crashing and struggling to get down the hill, they were all smiling and, and loving it, and I just try to remember if it was me and I just showed up and, and did one run, I would be pumped like that. Such a cool experience to ride your bike on a ski hill because I think every, pretty much everybody that lives in the north north side of the, the country that gets snow uh, and ride rides bikes, they're going to have that in their mind at some point that they want to do that. So we do hope to do another one. Just going to change a lot of things to try to get everybody a lot more time on their bikes and a lot less time waiting in the cold. So once again, I'm sorry to everybody. <laughs> no, I I did one race run and I had a blast. It was super fun. Hear. Deal. Like, it was a good event. <laughs> the course was really awesome. I'm glad I got in line quick because I was like, I can't believe these people are running to get in line. Like the right. track's going to be blown out. Yeah. I, the run I did before, like before it was even light out, because we got there early enough to set up. And before it started snowing, it was, it was so much fun. It just, that nobody really got to experience the true conditions when it's, you know, kind of hard base with a nice groom that's kind of consistent and you can yeah. push into, but you're not, just wash out is just—it's like a downhill BMX track in your dreams, pretty much. It was yeah, it was really fun. So I really hope more people can can get that experience. You know, Andy, it sounds like Pat needs to do mega avalanche with us next year. <laughs> <laughs>
1: have you Have you looked into that, Pat?
0: <laughs> I've watched it. I haven't looked into it or really considered actually doing it. But you should really consider it because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm stop, By the way, I will never <laughs> yeah. shut up. I'm going to do it. Well, so that that might help me then. If that's somebody else that wants to, but if it's just one guy that wants to do it, it, it can be, it can be a big challenge, but yeah, I don't, so I'm so sweet for sure. Yeah. I'm 100% all in. Like I'm already like planning it out in my head <laughs> right now. We need, we need to talk sometime then. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Sorry. I'm unprepared right now. We'll have to edit this part because I just got off track. I was like, oh, he wants to ride in the snow so bad. I got an idea for him. Um, So, I mean, I guess this question kind of is related. Um, Are there any mountain bike events that you plan on doing this year or you look forward to doing in the future now that you're sponsored by two companies? (laughs) Yeah, I got to promote them, right? Um, I I hope to. I'd really like to do a a true enduro at some point. With the schedules right now, everything's up in the air. There is some talk of doing some, some smaller events at Alpine somewhat soon. I hope, once again, I might have to, you know, give Jameson a little push here and there to, to get things going and hopefully we can, we can start, even if it's just a, a real small group or something, just to have some fun, but also get some, some as many people as we can get together safely or however we wanna, you want to put it. Just Yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun to have something with some competition involved and even if it's just more for a video or something, it would be a good time. So I'll definitely uh, let you know if anything comes up and, and uh, I'm hoping for the best. I've got some ideas. He's got some ideas. And uh, yeah, other than that, I, I hope some of the other enduros, maybe up North Marquette or something like that might work out. But until the, until any events actually happen and until we have our trial series, I can't say for sure at this point, but I can hope. Yeah. I hear you
1: obviously we can't do too much uh, traveling right now based on the same discussion, but you clearly had a chance to ride a lot of places around the world. What's your favorite place that you've
0: been to um, to ride or or otherwise? That's a good question. I have been, luckily enough, I've been to a lot of places, all thanks to motorcycle trials. I I travel a lot for the Nationals and for practice in the winter. always bring my mountain bike with me and, and look for spots along the way and around the areas that we're staying in. So been uh, out west and out east and yeah, quite a few places. There's still a lot, a lot of places that I, I want to go, but I'd say, yeah, for me, one of the coolest is probably Moab just because the, I love rocks and there's rocks everywhere. <laughs> it's just yeah, endless. So you can always challenge yourself on technical lines and that sort of thing. But I've also, I got to say, i went been to Iceland with the fatback guys and that was, one trip I'll never forget Just the, the amount of varied terrain they have over there. We, I mean, pretty much every style of, of dirt and rock. And we, we started at a waterfall and, and ended in the city, but also went up to a glacier, uh, like a, a mountain with a glacier and an ice tunnel and had a little an ice race, a time trial inside the ice tunnel. So yeah, it's just like surreal almost to look back on that. But yeah, Moab and Sedona are kind of my my top two somewhat go-to, like whenever I'm so I'm going in that region. It's like, oh, got to, got to make my way there and, and stop by. And yeah, I just I really like rocks, and those places have some great rocks. So I hope, hope to find some more though. I want to start adventuring out, and even there's, there's some places in Wisconsin that I haven't been, and and there's, yeah, some that I, have heard are, are really good, and know and there's more out there to check out. So I'll be uh, hopefully continuing to travel and ride a lot more in the future. So um, I know you're hurt right now. But um, what does your normal training look like? Do you ride your bikes pretty much every day? I ride some kind of bike pretty much every day. Yeah, there's there's been a few days that I won't do any kind of two wheel or one wheel activity, I definitely mix it up between. It just it depends what time of year it is. If it's right before the national season, I do a lot of you know trials practice, a lot of sections, and then a lot of uh, cross country riding just being in shape or, or getting in better shape. And then in off season, maybe mix it up with a little bit more try to find some more jumps and stuff like that and
1: to
0: do something a little bit different and yeah, still do a little bit of bicycle travel, but I find that I can do enough of it on my fat bike or post suspension bike that I don't grab that bike as much. So yeah, there's definitely the, the two bikes I'm going to all the time now. And I, I am uh, healed up enough to ride normally again. So that's been really nice to have some stability and strength coming back. But, and it, it took a lot out of me to, to be down for a few weeks that just, it's amazing how much fitness and strength and, and really riding skill you lose. Just the consistency isn't there and the, the precision isn't, isn't there and all that. So then it was a bit frustrating. It's like, yes, I can ride again. And I tried to just jump back into right what I was doing before. It wasn't, wasn't happening. So it took a little bit of time, but yeah, I, I like to mix it up a lot. And yeah, I unicycle as well and, and try to do some, sounds funny, but RC cars are a big part of my uh, training to, to keep me having fun. And, and, I, I call it cross-training as well, because, you, you know, you got to have that uh, dexterity in your fingers, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um, how did you get hurt? Running trials, I just uh, okay. took my foot down, and my rear tire kicked off a rock, and the skid plate, like, the bike kicked up, and the skid plate landed directly on top of my foot, so pretty much, like, setting your foot on a stand and just dropping a motorcycle, the weight of a motorcycle right on your, on your foot, so, it, yeah, it was black and blue for a few weeks, and that was... I had it in a walking boot, and I was on uh, crutches a little bit, but then I also had a new idea sitting there, and it's just like, uh, it feels kind of somewhat okay right now, today, this minute, so then I'd go ride, and then, it, yeah, I'd be paying that paying for it for a while, so I definitely would probably be 100% by now, but I kept uh, yeah riding a little bit too much here and there, and, and then got on the enduro bike a little early, too, because the, the moto boot was stiff enough where it's like, okay, it feels pretty good as long as I don't dab it, but then you dab it once or you land a little weird once. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're, there's another week, so yeah, definitely, yeah, I'm not good at being hurt, I guess. Yeah. I hear you. Um, and what were you doing putting your foot down? I mean, I know a little bit about trials, <laughs> I didn't think putting your foot down was a thing. <laughs> well, I, I did have you know somewhat of an excuse I, where I was taking off of was actually ice at the time, so I spun fire, uh, lost my balance, took a dab, and it was a big kind of a not a cliff, but an edge of a rock. So I yeah. just put my foot down and stop. I had to continue forward and kind of reach for the dab, and that kept the bike uh, going in that direction. And, yeah, the trials boots are not that protective, so they're not really designed to take it like that. And, yeah, it, it, got me, it gets you in a while, but it could have been worse, I guess. Yeah. That happened at a good time, I suppose. Well, I mean, there's not a whole I mean, lot of yeah. competition going on. Right. It, but it, when when it happened, everything was still scheduled to start the next month. So. I, uh, I, would have, I would have been able to do it, but I would have just really had to, well, stay off by a cliff a little, and an endure bike a little bit longer and had a heal, and it would have been just, like, going right into nationals. So uh, when things did get pushed back, it, it took some stress away because it's like I'm just looking at my foot and icing it and looking at the calendar and just like, oh, this is, this is not good. And then I also had a couple of videos, but I just uh, launched it, got pushed back, obviously, because of everything else. But I'm like, okay, I got to get five videos I have in mind, some trials ones too. I got to get ready for the season and I can't ride. And I was just getting ready to do all my traveling to to prepare for the season. So yeah, when that happened, I was, I was really bummed out, but it actually having the, having the, I had to show up and have somebody like something to, to reach for and something to plan for. And then I, I built some new obstacles and some lines to try in my woods. So it was keeping me busy and occupied and keep my mind on something different. So that was, that was nice to have that for sure yeah cool,
1: I've been watching videos of you for like a really long time, like even before we met and um it's it's been cool to see like the riding that you do with your family, like your whole family seems to be like good at riding things that are two wheels and things that are four wheels even but um what's happened like like
0: how does that influence you? How often do you ride with your family that kind of stuff yeah it's, it's awesome it's obviously where it began my parents actually met at a motocross track. My my grandpa on my mom's side uh, owned a motorcycle dealership and my dad and his brother did a lot of riding on the farm that we, we live at now. So it's just been in the family forever. My dad introduced us all of, all to bikes right, at an early age. I started in BMX and then uh, a little bit about biking, but once I found trials, I was just hooked on that and totally on that for a long time. But it's just, yeah, I had to have my, my dad's influence and then my older brothers as well. They're a few enough years older than me that they were they could do a lot more so I would always look up to them and try to catch up try to bridge that gap and see what they were doing basically so that gave me a lot of motivation and yeah they're they're still riding today we you know don't ride together all the time but actually this this afternoon I rode with my brother and and his his kids also Uh, I have a niece and a nephew that are are uh, six and ten I believe and uh, they're just you know know, riding around a bit and riding we have some cross-country trails here on the farm and it's, yeah, it's good to see that passing on to the next generation once again, because my dad introduced us, and now my brother's getting his kids into it. And yeah, it's just it's, and now my, my wife is pretty into it as well. So to be able to ride with pretty much everywhere I, I go down the street, any family member, we can we can find something to ride. My, my mom and dad, still so ride quite a bit. And that's yeah, just a good way of, of transportation around the farm, if nothing else. But yeah, it just depends on uh, what they want to do, I guess. But, it's, yeah, it's in the blood for sure. Yeah.
1: Hey, speaking of where you live, um, have you ever seen
0: The Beast of Bray Road? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think I think my mom has. She, at least she was in the news chain, thing that she did and yeah, really? really? What, yeah, what, what's funny <laughs> is is uh, right down the street now somebody built a like carved a statue out of a big tree stump in the form of a beast and it's yeah, it's got a little fence around it and he's like wanting to take donations to Take a picture with it and that sort of thing. And oh man, that's it's, funny. It's it's pretty pretty funny. Yeah, there's uh, there's actually one person when I was in high school that didn't want to come over to my house because I lived on Bray Road. It's like oh I'm <laughs> the afraid of the Beast and that comes. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you actually lived on Bray Road. Yeah, that's crazy. The, the the third scariest place to live in the country at one point. <laughs> Whoa!
1: <laughs> yeah. Wow. And for those listening, uh, we're talking about like an eight foot tall werewolf urban legend, I actually, there was a news article where somebody had claimed to see the beast in my, my front yard in East Troy, and then like a few months later, my dog gave birth, and I'm actually wearing the shirt right now, uh, we named my dog Bray because we we're like, her father
0: is the beast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice, so you moved away, but you still got a little piece of the, the Midwest, and you're good. <laughs> Yeah, I get back up there quite a bit, so
1: coming up there in a couple of weeks so we should all ride together
0: yeah for sure yeah, yeah there's some good spots around it. it is you know really flat around here but we've got some good options now i'll it definitely my favorite and they're actually not sure if anybody's supposed to know this yet but they're building a new trail right now that should be done soon and pretty cool so yeah, definitely there's some revamping going on out there we'll have to meet up and do some riding nice. yeah i've been getting snapchats and it looks pretty cool Sweet um yeah so we've taken up a lot of your time i know this went on a little bit longer but thanks for coming on and is there anyone you want to thank give a shout out to well i kind of already did but again satback and uh i this is definitely cool to have that, that support on both sides of every tire i want to be riding but then also p&w components those guys have been cool to work with and i hope to do another video with them someday for sure that that would be nice and also uh, Manitou and hayes Manitou suspension and hayes brakes they're local to me in milwaukee so about an hour away it's cool to be able to go to the warehouse and kind of i'm i'm after a different field and, and a different setup than most people with the trial stuff it's uh so it's to be able to have that knowledge they can really help me out and on, on adjusting things and and making it feel how i want so that's, that's definitely also to have. And also uh grip studs keeps me hooked up in the right here so thanks to them for i got they got the screw it studs for the fat tires so yeah, pretty much. If you're interested in any of the brands that I do ride, and I wouldn't ride them if I didn't like them, um, I can probably help you, get, you know, help you out with a deal or, or uh, answer some questions. So don't hesitate to reach out and talk to me about bikes, because uh, I love to ride them. And I, I'm a pretty quiet guy, but I, I like to talk about them, too. <laughs> Where can people get a hold of you? And uh, is there anything specific you want people to follow you guys on? Your YouTube's pretty pretty big. Yeah, I'd say YouTube. I'm going to try to keep that a little more consistent, consistent this year and, and hopefully a lot more mountain bike stuff on my channel there. So it's just Pat Lodge is the YouTube channel and yeah, I have uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. So um, I, sometimes I miss messages. <laughs> it's, it's hard. I, I don't like to spend too much time on my phone and computer if I don't have to. So sorry if I miss you, but I, I will try to do a little bit better about that. And I really try to keep up with seeing the YouTube comments or even if you say, Hey, I messaged you on this. If it's on YouTube, I'll probably see it before I see the rest of them. So, Hopefully, hopefully, I just want to see more people on bikes, and if, if what I'm doing helps, then, then I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, for sure. Well, thanks so much, Pat. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no thanks, problem. Thanks for having me, and good yep. job. Keep up the good work.